Test one, two. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome. God is so good. Amen. It's going to be a good service. Let's stand to our feet. Clap your hands with me out there. When darkness tries to roll over my bones When sorrow comes to steal the joy I own When brokenness and pain is all I know Oh, I won't be shaken No, I won't be shaken When darkness When darkness tries to roll over my bones when sorrow comes to steal the joy I own When brokenness and pain is all I know Oh, I won't be shaken No, I won't be shaken Cause my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand Stand in your love. 
may be seated this morning. Welcome to Home Church of the Nazarene. We are so glad to have you. Um, we have some announcements this morning before we get started. Uh, one second, let me see where those announcements went. All right. So, who's ready for Thanksgiving? I guess the real question is, is who's ready to gain weight? Uh, I know I am. Uh, amen? I'm telling you, man, nothing like mama's cooking. Um, Thanksgiving video, there'll be a video that uh, we'll be posting at like 5 a.m. You don't have to get up that early. It's okay. Uh, but Luke and I will be posting a video um, for you, from me to you, uh, just a word of encouragement on Thanksgiving morning. So you can get up whenever you get up, and uh, I hope that video blesses you. It's only about two hours long, so <laughs> just be patient, and uh, uh, I pray it speak to you. Uh, Christmas Eve service. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where we're at, but all I do know is nobody is going to rob Christmas Eve service from us. So... How that's going to work, I don't know right now. What the details are, we don't know. Just be patient with us, but write it on the calendar. We will be doing something. And so I'm looking forward to that. Now, this right here, guys, ladies, put on your calendar. It is going to be life transforming. Marriage series. Um, it's going to be six weeks. It's going to lead up to uh, Valentine's Day. Even if you're single, I believe it's 16 and over. Even if you're single, I would, very, I would highly recommend you come and be a part of the series that we'll be doing uh, for couples. And uh, I still do. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for announcements. Uh, let's all stand as we uh, take the offering this morning. Obviously, uh, we can't pass the plates around. Uh, but if you've noticed, we have a little box right here uh, to my left, uh, to your left if you're, when you're walking out. If you would like to uh, place your tithe and offering in there, that would be very helpful. I just want to say we thank you all for being faithful during these times. Um, God honors your faithfulness, and uh, we thank you for your faithfulness. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time um, that we can come into your house, worship you, not only with song, but with our hard-earned money. And Lord, I would just ask God that those who give this morning, that you would bless not only the the, the gift, but uh, that it may go forth to, to reach the lost and to keep the lights on and everything else that goes on behind the scenes. But most importantly, Lord, that our hearts, we would give uh, with a cheerful heart as you've given to us. For our money and our belongings don't belong to us, it belongs to you. And this is our time and opportunity now to give back what belongs to you, Lord. Thank you for that gift. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to give back to you. Bless the offering, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you.
I have some amazing news. We're going to be taking in new members right now. Amen and amen. Okay, so when I call your name, if you are here, obviously, come up. And what we're going to do, uh, we would ask if you space yourselves out as, as, as far as possible. Um, if you're with a family member, obviously, you guys can stand closer. But we would just ask out of respect. But uh, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to read something, and then we'll get there. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I thought it was the wrong church. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We believe that human beings are born in sin, that they need the work of forgiveness through Christ and the new birth by the Holy Spirit. We believe that our Lord will return. The dead shall be raised. And that, and that all shall come to final judgment with its rewards and punishments. Those of you joining the church today, please come forward and allow for social distancing as you come up around the stage and face me, please. Go ahead and come now. We are Anthony, Colton, Carlos Garcia, Isabel Dorigo, Bruno Dorigo, Tina Torres, Matt Fries, Amanda Fries, Lexi Salmeron. Amen. A few of these are going to be here in second service, and one wasn't able to make it today. Um, we also have Luke Rupp, um, who is our sound guy. Luke, if you could please stand and we give him a hand. Luke. Amen. Do you believe the truths? If so, we're going to say, I do. We believe that our Lord will return, the dead shall be raised. Do you believe the truths I have presented to the church today? If so, answer, I do. Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And do you believe that he saves you now? If so, respond, I do by faith. Do you commit to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself as expressed by the covenants of Christian character and conduct? Do you commit to the mission of God as expressed in the doctrine, fellowship, and the work of the Church of the Nazarene, and strive with God's help to grow in your understanding and practice of the same in a way that enhances the witness of the church? Will you endeavor in every way to glorify God by a humble walk, godly conversation, and holy service by giving of your resources and by faithfully participating in the means of grace. Will you follow Jesus Christ all the days of your life, abstain from evil, and seek earnestly to strive towards holiness of heart and life in the fear of the Lord? If so, respond. I will. Now, church, will you, as the body, accept these new members? If so, say, we will.
Well, church, please join me in giving our new members a hand. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Thank you. Well, who's ready for baptisms? Let's get our worship team up here. Amen. Uh, as we get the worship team up, we're going to have our uh, children's director, uh, 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 Miss Anita and Miss Jane. Uh, who's doing it today? Just want to make sure. Okay, Miss Anita. Let's give a hand to Miss Anita as she uh, comes for the kids. Amen. Amen. Uh-oh, there it is. Kids, do you want to come down? You could just sit on the floor. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. It's nice seeing you. We've got a wonderful crowd this morning. Thanksgiving is this week, and we're always looking forward to getting together with family and friends for a nice dinner and yummy desserts. We might have pies, cookies, cake, and maybe even make some brownies. It's important to follow the recipe. If you skip one ingredient, the brownie would flop. Yuck. Yeah. They would get hard and crusty. No one would enjoy eating them, and you might have to just throw them away. The right ingredients are very important. Do you know the most important ingredient in your life? It's love. Do you know that Pastor Carlos loves our church? Matt and Amanda love the teens. Josh loves his guitars. You can see it when they talk, when they sing, and when Pastor preaches every Sunday. We can do many great things. But if we do it without love, they won't be quite right. Cain and Abel were sons of Adam and Eve. They were the first two children in the Bible. Cain was a farmer. Abel was a shepherd. One day, they each brought an offering to God. Cain brought some of his crops, and Abel brought a lamb. The Lord accepted Abel's offering, but he didn't accept Cain's. Cain was missing an important ingredient. He did not love God the way that Abel did. If Cain had loved God with all his heart, his offering would have been gladly accepted. Sadly, Cain didn't love his brother Abel either the way that God wanted him to. Cain became so angry that he killed his brother. So God punished Cain by sending him away from his home. God wants us to love him. He wants us to love the people in our family. He wants us to love our friends and neighbors, and he will even help us do that. Love is the one ingredient that should never be missing. So when you're passing around the desserts on Thursday, remember to pass around God's love. Okay, kids, I hope to see you second service. Okay. So today is going to be like a stand-sit service. 
Hope you guys are okay with that. So let's all stand to our feet again. We'll get the blood flowing one more time as our wonderful um, new members are getting ready to be baptized. Sing with me. Clap your hands. Lord, you are worthy to be praised. You are holy, God. Give thanks. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King, yeah. And for He is good, He is above all things, yeah. Oh, sing praise. Sing praise with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, yeah. And for the life that's been reborn, yeah. Yeah, sing praise. Sing praise. Sing praise. God is strong, forever God is with us, forever, forever, from the rising to the setting sun, yeah, and by the grace of God we will carry on, yeah. Sing praise, sing praise, sing praise, sing praise. Forever God is faithful, forever God is strong, forever God is with us, forever. Give them praise. Hallelujah. Worship team, you can be seated. Who's ready for some baptisms? Yes. Are we ready?
All right. This is Tina Torres. Give, it her, give her a hand. Tina Torres. Her testimony. I started searching for God at the age of 12. At the age of 29, I was hospitalized, heightening my search. I told my husband to go to the library and get me some books on philosophy from Socrates and Aristotle because I thought that they would have the answers for my life. After reading only the first page of each book, I knew they did not have the answers I was looking for. A short time later, the book, the Bible, came looking for me. Over a two-year journey, the Bible changed my life. I had also gone to card readers, and it was a lot of nonsense, and they charged me good money. <laughs> However, my curiosity in the Bible was various, and the Bible and Jesus changed my life. Amen. Amen. Next up, we have Mateo. Give it up for Mateo. Mateo's testimony goes like this. I want to get baptized because I love Jesus. I want to give him my whole life. And my big brother got baptized, and I want to be a good example to my little sister. I want the Holy Ghost to live inside of me. So awesome to see young people get baptized. Life-changing stuff, guys. Next up, we have Joey Estrada. Give it up for Joey. His testimony goes like this. I want to be baptized to show that I'm a Christian. I want to keep following Jesus. Jesus helps me when I get angry. I talk to Jesus, and he helps me get through the times that I am angry. Joey, guys. So awesome to see that. All right, next up we have Tally. Tally Hayes. Her testimony goes, I want to be baptized showing that I asked Jesus to wash away all of my sin and all of my guilt. I know God loves me and wants, and to come out of the water shows that I am new. Man, give it up for Tally. <laughs> Next up, we have Matthew Freeze. There he is. Almost 20 years ago, I was baptized as a teenager. I believe I accepted the baptism with full faith and understanding at the time. But as, it, as predicted in 1 Timothy 4.1, I fell away from the faith. After years of faithless living, I came back into the life Christ has afforded me. And like the prodigal son, I returned to the same church I was raised in. I have decided to be baptized today again as a public readmission of my faith. 
and my dedication to Christ as well as a second chance appeal to God for a good conscience as Peter said in 1 Peter 3.21. Give it up for Matt, guys. the worship team come back up. It is so awesome to see young people get baptized, and even the older ones, because it is important. So one more time, we're going to worship our God, our King. Let's all stand to our feet. One more time. (laughs) You guys are awesome. Amen. Let's lift our hands in reverence to our Lord. Splendor of the King, clothed in majesty, let all the earth rejoice, let all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light and dark. Tries to hide and trembles at his voice, and trembles at his voice. Sing it with me, church. How great is our God! Sing with me. How great is our God? And don't see how great, how great. Our God, and age to age he stands, and time is in his hands, beginning and the end, beginning and the end. The God is three in one, and the God is three. Father, Spirit, Son, the Lion and the Lamb, the Lion and the Lamb. I'm going to lift your hands. And how great. 
your heads with me in the presence of the Lord. Lord, we are in awe of you today, of what you're doing in this place, of what you're doing in our lives, God. With gratitude and appreciation, Lord, we stand in awe of you today. We thank you, Lord, for the presence, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We want to thank you, Lord, for the new members, God, that have dedicated their lives to you today. I would pray a blessing, God, a covering over every individual that has been baptized today, that your presence would walk with them, that your spirit would guide them, and that they would not depart, Lord, from the commitments that they have made to you. I would also ask God for your blessing, God, upon your word, upon the message, in all that you're going to do in each and every one of our lives, Lord. All the praise and all the glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Hi, church. Could we please give those who got baptized a hand? Amen. <clears throat> also, those who took that step of faith and became members today, can we give them a hand too, please? Amen. 
So I would encourage you today, obviously, if you're in first service, um, we have a, a, another group coming in for second. Um, there's many people who are at home watching right now. I would encourage you to stay for the second service at home. Watch with us because we have a whole list of other people getting baptized. Amen. Um, second service. And so normally we do one service um, and we would, but I don't know how we would do that today. God is so good. Amen. Amen. Um, but normally we have one service, but t- today we're, we're doing two services. So thank you for your patience, and uh, we appreciate you. Amen. So who's ready for the word? In, <laughs> in, a, in a different form. Um, so as you know, we're on a, a small series right now. There's hope for depression. And uh, last week I already had my my, my, my next sermon kind of prepared in my mind, and all of a sudden the Spirit of the Lord just hits me and says, stop, that's not what I want. And I'm going, well, Pat, I, God, I, I already told the church, we're doing part two. He says, you can do part two, but today I want you to have someone give their testimony of what they've been through. Because none of us are alone on this journey, especially when it comes to the topic depression. So without further ado, please help me welcome Amanda. Amen. I want to give Isabella a little hand though for putting all this. Have you guys noticed these cool little mugs right here? Home church mugs. Amen. Amen. And uh, you can also um, after the service is over, come over here and, and take one, uh, we, two per family, so if you would like a mug, please grab a mug, and uh, Amanda, I don't know if you like sugar in your tea, but yes, Isabel put the sugar there for <laughs> us, so give it up Perfect. for our teens, man, they're amazing, <laughs> Isabel, you rock. So, Amanda, hi, hi. Hello. welcome, um, you, uh, you and Matt are the youth directors here at Home Church of the Nazarene. Yes. Amen. <laughs> and you also became a member today. I did. Amen. Yay. Big day. So if you could, tell us a little about yourself. Absolutely. Um, I got to say, I'm a little emotional. I saw my husband get baptized, so I'm like, ah, oh, pulling myself together here. Um, I uh, have been going to church for pretty much my entire life. My parents are are Christians, so we've been to a church uh, here in town as I was growing up, Um, and of course, as you know, we're we're helping with the youth, so that's been like a huge blessing to us. We love doing it. It's so much fun every week. Um, I'm also a nurse at St. Mary's Hospital, so if you guys, (laughs) thank you. Um, So I always welcome people. If you have questions or concerns or anything, you know, feel free to talk to me about how things are going. yeah, that's kind of my okay. summary here. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any pets? We do. We have an 85-pound German Shepherd. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he is so sweet. He's a he's a lovely dog. Okay. Any cats? Uh, no cats. No cats. No. Dog, Birds. Dog people. Okay. Total All right. Dog people. <laughs> okay. So real quick, yeah, I, just, I got I an just, amen for yeah. that one. <laughs> so real quick, um, before I I have to ask um, before we go any further, Chick Fil A or or In and Out? In and Out. Definitely in and out. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, hey, let's get into it. Perfect. Um, obviously, this morning's a joyous morning. 
we're, we're, we're right here, but sometimes we go back home and reality sets in and things happen. And so kind of going back to your childhood, maybe your teen years, maybe last year, I don't know. Um, what do you think were the contributing factors that led to you experiencing uh, depression? So I think uh, anytime you know, someone experiences depression, uh, just coming from a clinical side, most people will experience depression for a length of time you know, in their life. It's not uncommon to have uh, feelings of depression. Uh, so definitely probably in my teenage years, there were some lows. Um, and then uh, probably, I would say about three years ago, um, I started to notice feeling low most days and having difficulty managing things that I used to be able to manage and doing things that I used to love doing. I, I, I let those kind of slip away. Um, and so the factors that lead to depression can be many, many things. Uh, a lot of times there's family history. So if you have a strong family history of depression, I do, very, very strong history, um, then you're more likely to feel uh, actual depression. Um, if you're not exercising, if you're not eating right, if you're not in the word every day, if you're not uh, ex reaching after God or seeking after God every day, it's, it's like drifting out to sea. Like the tide's just taking you just a little bit every day until you find out your way out and, and you don't know how you got there. Um, so that's the feelings, or I, I would say the, the contributing factors, is I wasn't in the word every day. Um, I wasn't focusing on the joys and the, and the promises that God has for me every day. And again, I'll, you'll hear me say that a lot <laughs> today because I, I go to church, you know, I do pray, I do read my Bible, but there's a certain uh, discipline you have to have in your life to continue to experience the joys and the promises that God has for you. Wow. I like how you mentioned every day. Mm -hmm. You know, Paul speaks of that too. You know, every day. Um, so, you, you talked about eating healthy, um, and, and uh, that, that plays a factor, too. So we're not just speaking spiritual here, but also phys physically. Yeah, and that's the tough part, is that people, you know, you're, you're a person who's physical and spiritual and emotional, and you have all of these different factors that play into who you are. Um, so a lot of times nutrition can play a big role if you're not getting vitamins and you're, if you're not getting the right nutrients. It changes how your brain chemistry works. It actually changes your body. So just something to keep in mind. I mean, I obviously am not like, it's not like I'm vegan or something, you know, but, um, but I just tell people, make sure you eat something green today. That's <laughs> bare minimum. Amen. Eat something that was grown out of the earth and not, not out of a package. But most importantly, uh, so physically is important, but most importantly, spiritually we're talking here. Um, you're talking every day. So have you noticed a change when you for maybe just don't pray or forget to read your word or don't have, don't make the time to read? Do you notice it? Do you kind of go back and go, oh, I didn't read my word yeah, today? Yeah, the week has gone by. <laughs> the week has gone Sunday, by. Sunday to Sunday has happened and I didn't open the Bible once or I maybe read a chapter or I, you know, yeah. it was the last thought of my day rather than the first. Okay. It, was, it wasn't my go-to. It was, oh, I have all of these things to, to do and before you know it, it's, you know, 10 o'clock at night and you're exhausted and you haven't opened the word yet and it can get, oh, get away from you quick, I think. So, so what started getting you out of this depression? Um... It's, again, multifactorial. So, again, making sure that I'm taking care of, of my body, making sure that I'm eating, sleeping, 
But the biggest, um, there's two major factors that I think made a switch. Um, Because again, using the analogy of of being pulled away from the shore, how every day you get further and further away from how you want to feel. Every day I had to start start swimming back. Um, So the thing that started to pull me out of those feelings was daily reading of the word. Um, And Matt and I will often tell the teens that we're told to meditate on the word of God. So um, I'm sure everyone's experienced opening a book. You read a chapter and you're like, what did I just read? Because you're reading it with your eyes, but you weren't really actually taking it in or thinking about it. So meditating means to speak. And so um, I would highly encourage, so that way the word gets into your mind and gets into into your innermost self, that you read it aloud to yourself. Um, There's a lot of power in what you say, what you say about yourself, what you say about other people, and what you, when you're speaking the word of God, it will, it will minister to you um, in a very powerful way. Um, And then the second thing I did is every single day for a while, I sang, uh, Be Thou My Vision, which is a hymn that has really pulled me closer and closer to God because of just focusing on the everlasting instead of the day-to-day. It's beautiful. So last service, uh, we spoke on hope. There's hope for a future, or for depression, sorry. There's hope for depression. Um, What are some of the key points or things you got out of that sermon last week? Um, One of the biggest things that I got out of that was this idea of some people actually don't want to let go. Um, depression and anxiety are very close and both of those have to do with control Um, control of your life control of your kids control of your marriage control over your job Um, and especially this year I've been put in many situations where I don't have any control whatsoever over what's going on in my life I think that's everybody it's everyone we have no control I don't think anyone has control this year that's true Um, so the biggest word that also helped was surrender and when we are Christians, when we say that we're Christians, when we're like, I'm signing up for this life, for, for following Jesus, for, for pursuing knowing God, for pursuing being like Christ, um, you have to come to a place where you realize you don't own anything. So nothing belongs to you. So uh, uh, really kind of... And, and this goes to the extreme. <laughs> um, and it's hard for us to let go of that. I think if you, if you live longer, you find out more and more of how much little control you have. But for instance, like, you know, I'm married to Matt, my husband. I love being his wife. I love um, him being my husband. But he belongs to God. And that's, um, that's difficult. <laughs> that's terribly difficult to think about my siblings or my, my parents, my friends, my job that I love doesn't even, I don't have ownership. And I think, in, uh, especially in American culture, we're so centered on, well, I did this, this is my wife, this is my you know, husband, this is my belongings, and none of it belongs to you. <laughs> Which means that God is in control of, of giving and taking, um, but we have a God that loves us, and we have a God who wants the very best for us, and, and sometimes we can't see it, um, so if you've experienced trauma in your life or if you've experienced extreme poverty, I think people who experience those things tend to head towards depression. Um, so you have to let those go. 
and that's hard. It's really hard. It's not easy. Again, if you're swimming back to shore and the waves are against you, it's not easy, but it's worth it. Amen. Amen. So, um, obviously, we're going to be wrapping up here. And is there anything you would like to say to your new church family and those who are watching online this morning? Um, and maybe you're watching this video next week. Um, maybe there's one person who's going to be watching this a month from now. And uh, I'm talking to you. Uh, is, there, is there anything you would like to share before we close um, this morning? I did read a psalm. Regarding hope. Yeah, absolutely. I did read a psalm that I really enjoyed. Um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. So it's Psalm 56. It's verses 8, I believe, through 10. It says, You have kept count of my tossings. Put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from falling that I may walk before God in the light of life. And it was the phrase, the light of life, that got me, because God's intention is not that we um, are beat down and sad and following, following this kind of begrudgingly, like, oh, well, my life is terrible, but I'll, I guess I'll follow this, that there is a light of life that he wants. Um, so I would say just know that even if you've been a Christian for a long time, these are not easy oh yeah, just, you know, just trust in God and it's all going to be, you're going to feel better. <laughs> it is, it's like literally going to the gym for yourself. Like it has to be every day. Um, it's a lie that if you're a Christian, you don't experience depression. It's all about that surrender and that trust. Um, and those would be the biggest things that I would, I would leave with you guys. Thank you, Amanda. I like how you use the gym as an illustration. You know, I we, we, I joke around about this sometimes, but it's so true. If, if I go to the gym today expecting to lose 50 pounds, it doesn't happen in one day. It's a, right. it's a constant, it's a change. And same with depression. It's, it doesn't, uh, there's many believers who, who at times get depressed. But I just want to say thank you for coming here today and being vulnerable. I know, this yeah. is, I know you're out of your realm. I'm out of um, my comfort but zone But I want to so say far. thank you for, for <laughs> sharing your heart and your testimony because it reminds me that I'm not alone in this journey and that we are all in this together. Amen. Um, and so, uh, again, uh, if you know someone who's going through depression, if you know someone who is hurting, um, if you yourself, um, I would encourage you to call me up, talk to me. You have Amanda here. Uh, we're here together. We're not going to get through this the end of this year alone. And so uh, you did mention that you, you would sing this song, uh, this hymn, that I personally don't really know. Would you be willing to, as we close, I would, I would ask everyone 
for Amanda's sake, if we could just bow our heads and close our eyes. Um, when you're in those moments, uh, Amanda, and when you were in that moment and you're singing this song out to God, um, you know, I pray that this morning, this song and what you had to say um, just stamps each and every heart here this morning. So would you be willing to I'll sing that my, for us? I'll do please? my best. <laughs> Thank you. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night. Waking or sleeping, Thy presence, my light. Be thou my wisdom, and thou my true word. I ever with thee, and thou with me, Lord. Thou my great Father, I thy true Son. Thou in me dwelling, and I with thee one. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou my inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only, First in my heart, High King of Heaven, My treasure Thou art. High King of Heaven, My victory won. May I reach Heaven's joys, O bright Heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. Remember last week, <clears throat> Pastor used Proverbs twelve twenty five, and I'd like to remind you of what it says. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Amen? Amen. And so now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. 
Amen. Amen. And now go in the joy of the Lord. Church, just a reminder, uh, please grab a mug, take it home. We had a team of people put some hot chocolate and some cinnamon sticks and all these goodies in there, so please take one. Amen. We just want to say thank you from Home Church of the Nazarene to our family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. <laughs>